0: Let's be honest. Coronavirus has completely turned 2020 on its head. There is so much change happening in the world right now. And with it, there's been an incredible shift to the way we communicate, the way we connect with each other, and even the way we share space with each other or don't share space. In this episode, we are going to be talking to a guru of video, Garth Stone. Garth is going to share some tips on how you can pivot your business and continue to kick goals connecting with your customers even in the middle of a pandemic. Don't go anywhere. If you're trying to promote your brand but stuck finding the right words, this is the podcast for you. Get your weekly inspiration on all things storytelling, creativity, branding, and so much more. I share inspiring stories as well as tips and tricks on how to make your words work out in the world. And if you like free stuff, I've got you covered there too. Head to therightremark.com to steal my marketing secrets. You're listening to The Right Remark Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to Episode 6 of The Right Remark Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Barrington. And today, I am going to be talking to you all about pivoting during a pandemic. I'm going to be talking to a very good mate of mine who is an absolute guru when it comes to storytelling with video. Garth Stone has been in the industry for over 15 years now. He is an absolute gun when it comes to all things storytelling on camera. Garth is the founder and head honcho of one of my favorite, in fact, the only video agency I choose to work with here in Melbourne called We Make Online Videos. Garth is a cracker of a guy, very organized, creative, and he's really amazing at what he does. His true passion lies in documentary filmmaking and creating really meaningful online content. But today I've brought him in to talk to you guys all about how to pivot your business during a pandemic. I get so many questions about this, particularly in the last couple of months with everything that's going on with coronavirus. And I think the thing is for all of us, really, myself included. Coronavirus has changed the way that we do business. Garth is going to talk to us about how we can use video to really still connect with our customers and be able to put yourself out there in perhaps a different way. Now, before I introduce Garth, I would love if you have loved this episode, please don't forget to like it, rate it and review it on your podcast app. And if you know someone that you think would really benefit from it, please share the love with them. Garth, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and talk to me as one of my very first guests on the Right Remark podcast.
1: Thank you, Vanessa, and thanks for having me.
0: My pleasure. You must have seen a lot of change over the years since you first entered the industry in terms of video, right?
1: Yeah, well, it, it definitely used to be, you know, we used to shoot on tape back when I started before some of these digital cameras and, you know, it For a client, you'd make one kind of corporate video on a DVD. Uh, It used to cost a lot of money and and not be that good. But nowadays, you know, I think it's it's everything, and people want not just one video. It's whether it's training, social media, you know, banners for Facebook. There's a lot we do now, and uh, that's what we try and do is accommodate our clients with not just one video, but a variety of videos uh, that people need. Mm. So it certainly has changed a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I'd told you back when you started 20 years ago that we'd all be locked in our houses and connecting mainly through video <laughs> and online, what would you have said?
1: Yeah, I probably wouldn't have believed it, but um, <laughs> you know, I would have I, I started working out how to make Skype or Zoom videos a long time ago. That's probably, you know, things like that. But um, it's interesting times and it's certainly a great chance to innovate and for people to really start using video in a different way
0: Mm, which is uh, what we're trying to explore yeah definitely and i think that's something you know one of the main reasons garth i was really keen to chat to you today because i certainly have seen a lot of my clients and a lot of businesses out there at the moment are really having to pivot in the current environment in terms of video content what kind of trends are you seeing there
1: well, there's three, three big spikes that we're seeing at the moment. Well, basically, most any live action or, you know, you go out and we shoot videos for, for clients in their offices and event videos, all that stuff's been put on hold. So there really is a big spike with three things that we're seeing, and that's uh, live streaming and online learning with everyone kind of scrambling to try and get whatever they do online and the third one is kind of with DIY videos or we call them shoot it yourself videos
0: i think a lot of business owners you know depending on how long they've been operating and how much exposure they've had in this space it's it's definitely can be a bit of a knowledge gap, you know, around where to start and how to go about some of those things. And if you were to kind of pick maybe one or two things that you think business owners could be doing right now to respond to this really unprecedented environment that they're finding themselves in, what would those couple of things be?
1: Well, I think the things with live streaming. Live streaming has always been a little bit challenging to do professionally because when you're using multiple cameras, but Now with, you know, things like Facebook and and other platforms, you can do lots of easy live streaming from your phone. And I think for a lot of people, it's quite daunting getting in front of the camera, just turning it on and uh, being natural and doing these little videos. So this is a great opportunity for businesses to start experimenting with live updates to their audiences, because the more you do it, the better you get at it and the more comfortable you become. The other thing is really with shooting videos on your smartphones. And uh, that's a big uh, we're really looking into that now about how that we can offer assistance to all our customers and people out there in terms of knowing what equipment to purchase how to shoot videos just so that they they're okay things like audio how to frame it how to do lighting so yeah that's kind of what we're looking at and especially teaching people how to be comfortable in front of the camera
0: what would be some of your tips Garth in terms of some things people can do to just feel that little bit more comfortable in front of the camera
1: Well, practice makes perfect. So after you've done it a number of times, it does get easier. One of the main things to remember is just to to slow down and take your time and try not to talk too fast. But what we recommend is that people should aim to record little micro content or micro videos. So that's videos or deliveries in 30 to 40 second chunks. And a way you can do that is by kind of pre-planning what you're going to talk about through your video or your content. And we recommend probably writing and a 100-word script of what you want to say. Then once you've written those 100 words, we then recommend breaking those up into, say, four or five bullet points. So what you really, a lot of the time people get nervous because they can't remember what they're going to say. So if you have some bullet points to prompt you, then that's a really easy way to still talk off the cuff, be natural and what i'd also recommend is you can then just stick those bullet points or just put them just off 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 the frame next to the camera so you can come back to them when you need them and what we would then recommend is that you just do a few records and play it back and once you've done it four or five times it becomes really easy and uh, we would recommend that you know rather than making a long two or three minute video break it down into 30 40 second chunks that can easily be put together in the end to make a longer video but yeah certainly practice lots of practice writing a short script and then breaking it down into bullet points is something that we really ask our people that are shooting their videos at home. At. We make online videos. We, we encourage people to shoot their videos and send them to us so that we can package them up and do some editing for them. And having these small segments and small chunks just makes it really easy because you know no one likes a video that goes for three minutes where you might be rambling on. So getting really good at doing short micro content, that's, uh, I think that's really important for people doing it themselves.
0: Mm, And that point as well around just practicing too, I think, as you were mentioning earlier, you know, the more people get in front of the camera and do that, the more comfortable they're going to feel. I know personally, I feel like I spend probably 80% of my week at the moment on a Zoom call in a video conference, (laughs) which is definitely making me feel a little bit less uncomfortable, I suppose, about being in front of the camera. Those are great tips, Garth. In terms of you know now that we're kind of inside a lot and in our homes, where should people be thinking about filming inside the home?
1: Yeah, well, one of the biggest tips and no nos is to probably you know have a a window as your background. You know, if you're standing in front of a window and the light's coming through the window, then it, it makes your face dark. So. The real key is to use natural light as best you can. If you, if you don't have natural light, then it can really create some shadows underneath the eyes that don't look so great. So really trying to use natural light is, is great, but you also just got to make sure that the natural light is on your face and not behind you. So that's what we'd always recommend. And if you don't have a place like that with some nice natural light, then really just shooting up against a nice clean white wall is probably our next best tip if you can't have a, a space with good natural light.
0: What about, you know, if people have got a bit of a backyard or an outdoor area, what would you say there if they were wanting to try and get outside to get that natural light?
1: Yeah, so shooting outside is fantastic if you you can get away with it, but really the issues that you encounter is the audio and the noise. And one of the biggest problems with smartphone videos these days is that the camera sound is okay, but when you're a metre or two away from the camera, it can really let down the video. So if you are shooting outdoors, you just want to make sure there isn't a whole lot of background noise whether it be aeroplanes flying overhead, lots of wind, you know, or just, you know, traffic in the background. So if you've got a nice, quiet place, then that certainly is fine when you're outdoors. But um, there's a lot of new equipment coming out that works really well for audio with smartphones. And and finally, now you can get like Bluetooth microphones, which means that you can plug the Bluetooth receiver into your phone and you don't need to have a, a cable or a cord running up. Uh, or a microphone. So yeah, we've got a lot of insight into some of these great new equipment people can get their hands on that just make it really simple to do great audio.
0: And um, the quality of the cameras on these phones is fantastic these days. Is it expensive to do a do-it-yourself setup? Like what sort of budget would people be wanting to kind of be thinking about spending if they were going to try and shoot some videos at home themselves, but wanted it to be that little bit nicer than just straight on the phone?
1: Yeah, so look, I think for under five hundred dollars, you can get everything you need, and the beauty with these uh, DIY or shoot-it-yourself kits is that you know you can spend two hundred dollars and have some vast improvements, such as just having a microphone and a, a little light that sits on top of your, your smartphone. So. But we recommend a budget of five to six hundred dollars. You can get everything you need, such as stands that sit on desks or tripods, so that can go high enough. So if you want to do a standing interview, you can use tripods. But uh, yeah, I certainly don't think you need to spend any more than four or five hundred dollars to get yourself started.
0: Wow, that's that's actually really reasonable when you think about it, isn't it? It's not a huge amount of outlay for getting a really good product. No, not at all. What about when it comes to editing videos? Like, how do, how do people handle once they've shot their content? Like, Should they be doing that straight into social media or is there a special app they should be using on their phone? How should they handle that?
1: Now, editing is probably still one of the, probably the, the hardest parts of the process. Shooting is quite easy and can be done very simply by most people. But when it comes to editing, it does require a little technical know-how. You know, I think we would recommend for people doing it themselves to use simple programs such as iMovie because they're very basic to use, but um, some of the advanced programs like your Premiere Pro or Final Cut X, they can take a little bit to learn, but that's where we come back to teaching people that you should shoot micro content so that you don't have to do any editing, so that you can record straight into your phone, you can make any quick little cuts on your phone and then export it straight to social media. But when it comes to adding graphics or branding, that's when it gets a little bit trickier. And that's when we would recommend using something like iMovie or alternatively, that's where we, we encourage people to send it, send it over to us and we can help uh, enhance the colors, add some graphics and fix all the music for you. So yeah, there's, there's, uh, it's still a challenge editing, but um, the other thing is a lot of the younger kids now are quite savvy at it. So if, you, if you've got any millennials around you, they can usually teach you how to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they are. They're definitely teaching me a lot of things. That's for sure. Do you think, Garth, in terms of video content, like obviously at the moment we're in a bit of a weird time, right, with coronavirus and all that going on. In terms of like future trends, what are some of the things you think we might see down the track once this pandemic period's over?
1: So I think due to what's going on at the moment, people will certainly be changing the way they communicate with video. I think there's going to be a lot of VR I think you know VR was already starting to take off there were challenges with you know VR and using headsets but I think the technology is going to get better but we've already already had some schools come and inquire about doing virtual tours of their schools uh, a lot of real estate agents are already doing things like this but due to the fact that you know we're so reliant on people going to locations to view things and after what's happening I think everyone's going to be thinking about okay, well, how do we do virtual tours and how do we bring audiences through our establishment or show them our business without actually physically needing to have them there in person? So that's going to be a really exciting space. I think the online learning is there's a, a massive spike. We have some schools that already do online learning, and for those that don't, they're probably thinking about now, how do we get all our education online? So we do a lot of animations and, and, and videos like this that um, allow for us to tell complicated uh, narratives, through online learning so that's going to be exciting but you know for me i think everyone's going to get so good at live streaming and doing quick updates from their home that after this i think we'll just see a lot more people communicating through it via live chats zoom and all these mediums so yeah it's it's an interesting time it's challenging but through it we're all going to learn to communicate a lot more efficiently i believe
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think the businesses that are really, you know, seeming to survive and also thrive through this period are the ones that are able to embrace some of these technologies like video, like moving their content online to really take that next step into this brave new world, right? And even
1: those organizations that can't physically go online, at least they can start learning how to communicate with their customers and audience online, you know, and I think that's, you know, everyone's trying to stay in connection with their audience and customers. And, you know, I think for like restaurants and so forth, they're being forced to do that through different ways and potentially after this is over, hopefully they still embrace that form of communication and talking to their audiences in that fashion.
0: What are your tips in terms of what type of content they should be looking at, putting out? Well,
1: I believe there's a, quite a, a big saturation regarding, you know, pandemic videos and what's going on, especially with the news. And I, I think we're starting to see a lot of companies try to find some humor, uh, light relief. And I think with authentic live videos, people being themselves, telling real stories. Is what's cutting through. For example, we make a lot of videos for Ambulance Victoria, and we're creating some pretty heavy content videos on on the pandemic and how to stay safe. But now all the staff are starting to shoot their own videos, and whether they're dancing, they're doing memes, and all these videos are going viral. And it's really creating you know a bit of lighthearted fun at a time when it's really needed. So. I think at the moment, it's really trying to be authentic, but also just trying to find some ways to have a laugh and, you know, just ease that tension is is really important with your communication at the moment.
0: I think one of the key things that's been getting me through at the moment is being the, you know, some of the hilarious videos that I've seen in terms of people whipping the guitar out and doing, you know, alternate versions of different songs and writing poetry around coronavirus and just having a bit of a laugh.
1: Yeah, we're being forced to be a little bit creative and think outside the box. And um, once again, I come back to people who usually wouldn't turn on the camera and jump in front of it are doing that right now. And it's great. It's really really making it easier for people to to be able to shoot quick content and get it up there and get it out there and, and get engagement from it at the same time. So yeah, we're excited about the future and we really want to encourage people to shoot their own videos and make it really easy for them to do that.
0: Mm, that's great, Garth. In terms of you know the DIY space and video, is there anything else that you wanted to add there in terms of tips or tricks, whether it be what people wear or how they look in terms of videoing themselves?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, coming back to at the moment where people are wearing outrageous outfits, um, you know, I think that's all gone out the window. But generally, you know, people you want to wear something that kind of contrasts with the background. So if you're in front of a white wall, don't wear a white T-shirt. You know, and stripes have always been a bit of a no-no, too many stripes uh, don't don't work so well with the camera. But, you know, I think in this current stage, anything that's colourful or bright and natural and makes you feel comfortable is, is what's important. And that's what we're seeing with people filming from their, their bedrooms, you know, that everyone's comfortable. So, yeah, that's probably, uh, you know, the old, I think my old tips for what to wear have certainly changed uh, with what's going on at the moment.
0: Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, look, well done to you and the We Make Online Videos team for how you're pivoting your business and and I think and I'm sure actually that a lot of people that are listening today like me are going to be so grateful to receive some of these tips and maybe, you know, start putting ourselves out there a bit more in terms of live video content and also just having a bit of a crack, really.
1: Yeah, that's great. And look, we're currently working on, you know, a whole lot of tips and tricks, user information that we'd love to share with you and your audience on what they can do because there's a lot of lot of information out there and we want to make it really easy and concise to get all the tips you need to know, and especially around the equipment, what to buy, how to set it up, how to shoot it. Yeah, because it, it doesn't have to be that difficult and, you yeah. know, if people could use this time to get good at that, then going forward, you know, they can make promotional content, training content, you know, without the, you know, expensive costs that used to be associated with, with shooting and making videos like this. So, yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be it's going to be good
0: zero tech overwhelm Hagar. Hey, that's one of the things i think where a lot of us get really caught up in oh, i need the gear and what sort of gear do i need And that sounds like it's actually you don't really need a lot of money to do this you can start doing it very soon yep
1: that's right and the technology is always getting better and you know our biggest tip is is make sure your audio is audible you know the, the pictures look good but you know the, make sure you get yourself a little microphone and especially some of these new bluetooth microphones that are coming out you know once you get your audio right it's really easy to make these videos
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Look, Garth, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing all your insight. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. So Garth and the We Make Online Videos team have pulled together an amazing resource for our listeners today called Shoot It Yourself. It's an awesome little guide um, that Garth and the team have very generously offered to give away to anyone listening, completely free of charge. So make sure you check it out. I'll drop the links for that below. And also on the Right Remark um, website. But also be sure to check out wemakeonlinevideos.com.au. These guys are absolutely whip smart and really head of the game when it comes to video content. Thanks again, Garth, so much.
1: Thanks, Vanessa. Have a great day. Appreciate it.
0: Now, for two lucky listeners today, Garth and the We Make Online Videos team are also going to give you the chance to get your video edited completely free of charge. So if you'd like to be in the draw to win that, make sure you're following me over on Instagram at The Right Remark. Next episode, I'm going to be sharing my 5 top tips on how you can revitalize your business and your brand. And these are tools, let me be honest, you can start implementing immediately. I'm going to include a, a stack of secrets, including my favorite tools that I use in my business that you can start using right now with zero tech overwhelm. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, guys. Let me know if it's something that's made you want to go and give video a stab or you're going to get out there and have a bit more of a go at doing Instagram live or Zoom video calls. Hit me up. I'd love to know if you found it useful.